Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Your official station to talk Giants. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. That's an embarrassing effort by the Knicks. You know, the last time we signed on, it was 1-1 going down to Miami for Game 3 on Saturday. The Knicks don't even show up for Game 3. And then tonight, you got to watch this team not do anything well. I mean, it's a miracle that they only lost by 8 points and the fact that they had a chance in this game throughout the course of the night where it felt like they were getting punched in the face left and right. It felt like they were down by 20 even early on in that game. And yet they were hanging around down 8, down 10, down 6, down 7. Look, here's the bottom line. For all you Nick Ball washers out there, the bottom line is they aren't any good. I tried to tell you, and then I, you know what? I'm angry because I get my hopes uh, I get my hopes up. I get caught up. I get sucked, up, uh, sucked into this thing. I got tickets for Game 5, and now I'm ticked off because that's basically worthless. You're spending hundreds of dollars on these tickets to go to these games. The Knicks lose the game. You go to one game one for me. I'm talking about personally. Then game five. Now it's worthless down 3-1. And I believe because everybody else is, oh, the Heat, they're not any good. I don't watch the Heat. I'm not watching the Heat all year. But I should know better because I do watch the Knicks. And I know that they're not that good. They were good enough to beat Cleveland, who was atrocious. But even with the Knicks winning that series in five, there were things that they did that showed you they were not a very good team, starting with shooting the actual basketball. The New York Knicks can't shoot the ball. You know, shoot the ball into the basket. They have a major problem doing that. I'm pretty sure that is a basic fundamental of the game that we call basketball. You actually have to shoot the ball into the hoop. The Knicks somehow have trouble with this. Like there's one guy maybe on the team who you actually trust to shoot the basketball. And even he, Jalen Brunson, hasn't been that great in this series. Game one, exhibit A. Because if they won game one, it wouldn't matter what happened in Miami. Obviously, you'd love to get one, but you expect to lose the games on the road. But because they blew game one, and they blew game one because of Jalen Brunson, now they find themselves down 3-1, coming back home for game five, which is now a must-win. So that's problem number one. The New York Knicks can't shoot the basketball. This isn't news to anybody. If you watch them, you know that. But as I said, the sucker Nick fan, the bing-bonger, who wants to believe that R.J. Barrett is actually good, who wants to believe that this Knicks team is actually good and had the path cleared to go to the Eastern Conference Finals, maybe even the Finals, wrong. You weren't believing what your eyes were telling you. R.J. Barrett stinks. This team can't shoot the basketball. They can't score. Grimes, not good enough. Mitchell Robinson, an embarrassment. Randall, infuriating. Toppin, pathetic. Josh Hart, good player, good heart, can't shoot. 
You know the other thing the Knicks can't do? Actually, they can do this because this is something that anybody can do. It's just a matter of how bad you want to. They don't defend. They don't like playing defense. Where was the defense? If you can't shoot the basketball, then you better play defense. And the Knicks don't play any defense. And that's a reflection on the head coach. I'm sorry. And I love Tibbs. Love him as a disciple of Jeff Van Gundy, who I love more than anybody when it comes to basketball. I mean, heck, maybe just more than anybody in general in life. Like, if you compare Van Gundy to my wife, I don't know. Van Gundy, I watch for, what, a lot longer than I know my wife. Anyway, I love Jeff Van Gundy. So, therefore, I love Tibbs, disciple of him. You got to be able to coach defense. How come Spolster's team is doing everything right out there? How come they're hustling? How come they're running around the floor? How come they can create ball movement and space on offense? Knicks are outcoached badly in this series by Spolstra. That's on Tibbs. But the defense that we saw two years ago, this team was a better defensive team. You know, they still can't shoot, but they've gotten worse defensively. Not like Evan Fournier's out there and you can blame him. What is Mitchell Robinson's excuse? Why is Mitchell Robinson on the floor if he's not defending or rebounding the basketball? Why is he on the floor? The guy is an embarrassment offensively. Like, embarrassment. Like, I'd rather see Frederick Weiss out there offensively than Mitchell Robinson. And the Knicks just do things that drive you absolutely nuts. R.J. Barrett grabs a rebound. He steps on the out-of-bounds line. Like, dude, come on. Come on. Offensive fouls left and right. Travel left and right. You can't. I mean, you can't put the. Mitchell Robinson can't grab the ball under the basket without traveling. I mean, you guys, do you guys actually know how to play basketball? How? Here's a, I have a question. How the hell did this Knicks team actually make it to the second round of the NBA's postseason? How is that possible? Because nothing they do on the floor, to me, says playoff team. Other than, well, they're better than that crappy team. And the Heat suck, too. I mean, they may be better coached. And better spacing offensively. At least they have a plan. Jimmy Butler, the best player on the floor. Sure, but they're not any good either. Because if they were, they would have won this game by 32. Anyway, so the Knicks can shoot. They don't play any defense. And then their strength, like if I were to ask you coming into this series, what's the strength of the Knicks? Where do they have the favorable matchup here in this series with Miami? You would say, well, you know what? On the boards, they should be the better rebounding team than Miami. Wrong! Miami, it took them a few games. Miami now kicking the Knicks rear end on the glass. That is unacceptable. And how's that possible? And again, I'm looking at you, Mitch. Mitchell Robinson. I mean, my God, talk about a player who went from show, you know, pumping his uh, arms up and rebound machine against the Cavaliers, who's a big bully. Now, you can't find the guy. He's an embarrassment. Seven rebounds for Mitchell Robinson to go with his two missed free throws and his robust six points. I mean, dude, and no defense. The Heat were getting to the rim all night long with ease. The Knicks couldn't get a stop. Somehow they're down six, trying to get back in the game, can't get a stop, can't get a rebound, and can't shoot, and still had a chance in this game. If I never see OB Toppin shoot another three again the rest of my life, I'm good to go. Same with RJ, too. And I don't know everyone, oh, look at RJ, look at the final number. I'm sick and tired of RJ Barrett and everybody shoving him down our throats, too. He's not any good. Inconsistent. You know what he is? He's a brick layer. RJ Grimes, brick layers. 
Brunson has had a bad series. Randall is a turnover machine who's out of control. Randall will be better as a fullback. Give him the ball, allow him to travel, and run up the gut, and he plows into people. Maybe the Giants or Jets should try him out. Guy's a turnover machine. Is he aware that what he does is a charge? <laughs> I mean, the Knicks are just running into people. They're attacking the basket. Problem is defenders are on the way. You know, you have to actually dribble around them and go around them. Or, here's an idea, Julius, and this is something I'm sure he's not familiar with. Kick it out. Kick the ball out. Find the open man, Julius. Somebody else could do it. Find the open man. Now, to you know, to, to understand Julius a little bit here, you know, the open man's got, not going to knock down the shot anyway. So I could understand his frustration in that. Look, there are a few things I hate more than losing or watching a team lose. You know, because, again, we didn't lose. The Knicks lost. I hate watching the Knicks lose. I really hate watching the Knicks lose to the crappy Miami Heat. A game where the Knicks did nothing. A weekend where the Knicks showed nothing, especially Saturday. Why even bother with that game? Where was the heart that game? Where's the effort? And... Tibbs has the audacity to say, oh, it's been a competitive series. No, it hasn't. No, it is not. You won a game with Jimmy Butler out of it, barely. You lost game one at home with your superstar doing nothing, and you got smoked in game three, and game four was really non-competitive outside the misleading competitive score. So, no, it hasn't been competitive. Forget about the results. Have you felt like the Knicks are actually in any of these games in Miami? I haven't. Do you actually feel like the Knicks are going to win either of these games in Miami? I haven't. And I told you, go back and check the tape or the free Odyssey app. Everybody told, oh, Miami, Sal. Oh, no, Milwaukee. That was the team we're afraid of. We're going to beat Miami. Miami stinks. Told you, be careful. Be careful. And then I get sucked in because I want to believe that they're good. So now I'm mad at the Knicks and I'm mad at you. For telling me that this team was going to beat Miami when I knew better. I knew they weren't as good as Miami. My eyes were telling me that. Watch a game. Look at the spacing. Look at the ball movement. Look at the hustle by the Heat. Knicks are just standing around there waiting for something to happen. Turning the ball over. Stepping out of bounds. Throwing up bricks. Embarrassing. Postseason pain is like any other. Unlike any other. We felt it with the Rangers losing to the Devils in seven. And now we're filling with the Knicks down 3-1 before the return home Wednesday night to game five at the world's most famous. Now, I know it sounds crazy to say this after what you just heard me talk about the last, I don't know, 10 minutes or so. Series is not over yet. The Heat aren't that good. And the Knicks still do have two of the three games in this series obviously, if necessary, on home four, on their home four. They've just got to actually go out there and play, for goodness sake. Play! They're not talented enough to not go out there and chase down rebounds. They're not talented enough to be sloppy with the basketball. They're not talented enough to not give max effort defensively. They play lazy basketball. And it cannot be tolerated or accepted. 
and I'm surprised that with their head coach, with Tibbs, that it is. You want to say they fought a little bit better in Game 4 than they did in Game 3? I mean, I'd hope so. They did nada in Game 3. That was a wasted effort. Actually, it wasn't an effort. It was a waste of time is what it was. The other thing is they just don't have the horses. While this series may not be over, and it's only not over because I do believe the Knicks will be better at home in Game 5, and I also believe you're going to get their best effort yet, which we haven't seen. A complete effort with Randall, with Brunson, maybe with RJ. And just that Miami's not that good. The Heat are not that good. And the series should be at worst two games apiece. Anyway, you look at the Knicks overall, you're kidding yourself if you think that this team is deep. You're kidding yourself if you think that this team is good. And they have so many limitations offensively. Go down the roster. Tell me the guys that have an offensive game. There just aren't many of them. Tonight's biggest culprit has to be Mitchell Robinson because he didn't defend, he didn't rebound, and obviously neither did the Knicks as a team. And that's got to be a strength of theirs to be able to compete with a team like Miami, who all of a sudden, I mean, Miami's got no-name scrub shooting the lights out. Or at least guys that can knock down a three. You know, like NBA professional shooters. Something the Knicks don't have. It's been a nice run. The Knicks did an excellent job in the regular season, getting into the postseason, getting that fifth seed, you know, finishing in the top six. They did a terrific job wiping away a worse Cleveland team. But they have now shown their true colors and have gotten punched in the mouth by a Miami team who is hungrier, who's outplaying them, out-hustling them, they're out-coaching them, all the above. They want it more. And the Knicks showing what they're really made of, which is a glass jaw. Things get tough. The Knicks run the other way. There's no fight in this team. No battle back here, at least in this round, against this Heat team. Now, that can change with Game 5. Let's see what they're made of. 877-337-6666. Your call's on the other side. Knicks drop Game 4. Another embarrassing effort. Down now three games to one with their season on the line as the series shifts back to Madison Square Garden on Wednesday night for a must-win game five. 877-337-6666. Just getting started on this Monday night. Going till 2 a.m., technically Tuesday morning. Salakata on the f- Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.